gun Ramos looking like he's got one more good run Sips a little shaky But his heart is still true Oh how that dog loves hunting with me and you Sporting dog adventures run This podcast is proudly brought to you by Soggy Acres Retrievers. Remember, everyone deserves a soggy dog. Hey, if you like this podcast, please also go to iTunes or whatever platform you're on. Give us a thumbs up, five-star rating, and share it with your friends. Let's make our love of dogs grow throughout our network. Hey, welcome to Dog Talk Live. It has been a while since we've had a Dog Talk Live, so I apologize for that. I, for some reason, could not get my computer to talk to the Facebook platform and allow me to, for some reason, be on here to chat dogs with you guys. So, ground rules on Dog Talk Live. We'll be on for 15 to 30 minutes. I want you to send me any and all questions that come to your minds today, and I will try to answer them as honestly as I can. Uh, let's see. It's probably it's probably been about a month. Uh, I've got my first group of training dogs in. We are coming up on the halfway point. It's three months, and it is we're from the point where it's all pressure, and you're trying to keep the dog's spirits up to now it's fun. You let the dogs have enough fun so they basically get to the point where they're kind of under... Uh, teetering on being out of control so we can pull them back in so it's 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 always a, a balancing act between training keeping the dogs under control and then also getting them so that they'll 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 want to run when you guys check in with dog talk life please let us know where you're from and let us know what questions you have we usually get people from all over the world uh, we've got eric checking in from eau claire right now um also if you would like i'm going to put up a link Please check out our podcast. I guess I was going to say new podcast, but it's not really new anymore. Our podcast, I'm going to put up the number one and number two platforms we're on. We'll put up the links for Spotify and the links for iTunes for Apple. Uh, We do these one to two a week, and it's a lot of fun. They are all dog-related. I try to have three set groups in our podcast that are not Dog Talk Lives. And we pretty much we go through a main topic, a training tip, and a hunting tip. All dog-related. Um, a lot of times it's topics that we get from people that are on our pages on social or something that I see in a different uh, chat room. Um, so it's, it's fun because I can take something real-time that people are asking and then try to answer questions for it. We've got Soto, Texas checking in with Joel. Michael, what's the best time to switch a dog to adult food? Michael, you know, that's a funny thing. I sell a lot of puppies and it's funny because people will take their puppies and call me and say that I didn't tell them they had to feed their puppy three times a day because that's what vets are telling them now. And my answer is always, if they were fed twice a day while they were here and I raised them into fat, healthy puppies, how are they going to somehow die if they don't eat three times a day? Um, the same can be said, I've got a little bit different opinion on switching dogs to adult dog food. Your vets are going to say probably anywhere from 12 to 18 months, they should be on puppy food. 
I actually switch my puppies to adult food at six months. Reason being, they will grow slower and that will allow their hips and their joint plates and everything to, in my opinion, properly grow as opposed to get too big. Ace, enough. Ace decided he's going to have a drink if you could hear it in the background. So again, I keep them so that they are on a slower growth path. When I've talked to a few vets, I was told, well, your dog's not going to be full grown by the time they're 9 to 12 months. My question then is, is that a problem? And it's always, well, no. I know there's a lot of vets that will tell you to slow your dog's growth down when they do grow too much. So I think there's a benefit to switching to adult food at six months as opposed to keeping them on it for another year, uh, half a year to a year. All right, Joel, how do we keep our dog from being constipated? Joel, you got to look at what you are feeding your dog. I would try switching foods and you can always get something from your vet. A lot of the uh, medicines that you get from your vet, you can then turn around and probably find at a store that is for people, but is the exact same medication. So I would talk to your vet on that one because I don't know what you are dealing with this exactly, but it is more than likely food, water, or just uh, something about your dog, and you likely can change that pretty simply. Hello, Southwest Iowa. Oh, my wife is chiming in the background, Joel. She says, give your dog a spoonful of pumpkin. Not too much. Not too much. Like a tablespoonful of pumpkin. That will help your dog. Pumpkin is good for your dog. We actually, well, we, I try to act like I'm part of the team here with the, uh, the, the fixing the bones. My wife takes the white femurs that are filled and she will actually stick pumpkin in them after the filling's gone. And then she'll put them in the freezer, let them freeze, and that's the dog's treat. Pumpkin is very healthy for dogs. Don't give them too much because then you might get the opposite of constipated. But it is a, a good treat for the dog. So try a spoonful of pumpkin. That's a good, uh, good safe uh, thing to attempt. All right, come on, guys. We haven't had a dog talk live for one month, and you seriously only have one question. Let's hit some more questions. Uh, this is only as good as uh, we make it with our questions that we ask. I never do these at night either. I always do them during the day because that's when it's convenient for me. Yes, it's all about me. And uh, usually I am uh, cleaning kennels and then heading off to bed here pretty quick. But I uh, tried before to see if the uh, live function worked. It was on for like 15 seconds and I had eight comments of people giving me crap about having my ugly mug on saying, yes, the test did work when I thought I deleted it. So figured what the heck, we might as well pop it on here. What are we going to be working on with the dogs? We are now working on finishing up our uh, conditioned retrieve. We are going to start working in the field. Uh, we've been doing fun retrieves and started on more structured retrieves through decoys. Uh, we've only been on land because in Wisconsin, we just got our ice off. Uh, knock on wood, we don't have a lot of uh, standing water normally. We've got fairly filled wetlands right now, and I can put the dogs out in there because it's shallower. And we don't have much, much for that uh, right now, um, but we're supposed to get a pretty good, pretty good amount of rain this week. But what I'll do is I'll go in something called what we call running water, which is where it is probably about a foot deep because it's not immersing your dog in cold. And then once we get uh, a couple more weeks into this, next week we're supposed to be in the 60s. Most days we'll start uh, start hitting the ponds because the surface water will be warm enough. You don't want to put your dog in too much cold water because they can get something called a drip tail. Um, it is very painful for the dog. Yes, I know in hunting we put them in cold water, 
but it is something that if you can avoid it so that they don't have these issues, it's something you want to avoid. All right. What have you found for the best anti-flea and tick? Chris, we've got Semperica. It is an all, it's a three in one. It's basically got all of your uh, flea and tick heart guard and uh, all that good stuff in one. And it is uh, nice because you're, you're basically, it's one pill for all parasites. So that's what we've been using. Uh, Serestal collars work well. Uh, it's a collar that goes around your dog's neck. The problem I have with those when having multiple dogs, they like to grab on each other's collars and pull them off. And the collar is very expensive. So if it gets lost, you're very mad at your dog. And if they eat it, you're even more mad at them because now you got to call your vet. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I always talked about just past me about how Jeff goes to bed early. So there's proof I yawned. Ah, hello from Pruder, Prudenville, Michigan. Hello, Michigan. Way to check in. Joel, what do we do for our dog who's grieving for her owner who passed from COVID? Uh, you know what, Joel, like anything else, uh, time and also uh, keeping the dog busy. That would be uh, the best thing you, you could do for your dog. We have, You have our uh, sincerest condolences here too. This portion of the podcast is proudly brought to you by Boucher Automotive in Janesville, Wisconsin. Oh, let's see here. We've got Iowa. We've got Michigan. We've got Wisconsin. We've got Texas. We don't have anywhere in Canada yet. You know, where are my Canada people? And Mr. Eland, you're not here. Don't say I did not do a Dog Talk Live. I do not see you on here. You're always on every one. You asked me the other day if we were doing any more. I finally get my computer up and going. You're not here. So again, the other thing that we're working on, whistle commands, uh, chaining your whistles with your hear command being beep, 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 three beeps, your sit command being one beep. I always do a sit command with my dogs, whether they're going to do handling or not. Uh, I like to use it for upland. Hit the whistle, sit the dog, go up to them and release them when they're tracking on a bird. Then they don't get out too far. Uh, let's see here. So again, um, what are we going to be working on with the dogs? We're going to be also doing the whistle commands. We're going to be doing structured retrieves where the dogs are sitting at heel. They're releasing on their name. They're bringing the bird back. I start on a front finish where I take it in front, but eventually work to where the dog comes around behind, sits at heel and offers the bird. Um, I have two dogs that are at that point where they're pretty solid on that. I am going to be uh, hoping that, that we can get all of them there within the next two weeks. And again, working on land, I try to perfect this stuff and then take them to water. And I'll do the same thing. I'll do a front finish once we're doing water and then have them come around uh, and heal. I try to give the dogs the best chance to succeed so you're not having to correct them. When they come out of water, they like to shake. So I try to just do a front finish so that I can really, really love up on them, tell them good dog, give them good positive reinforcement so that if they do have to get corrected, it makes that dichotomy really, really wide where they understand what I want and it makes them want to please me and perform uh, so that they're getting praise, if that makes sense. All right, more questions. Let's hear some questions. Um, dog food wise, I just got our dog food in. We feed American Natural Premium, uh, good food. Um, we order it by the pallets. That was just our delivery now for our summer litter. Uh, litters, I know people are 
hot to trot to try to find a puppy, I will tell you with a straight face, that was my straight face, that you are not going to find one from a good kennel right now. That's going to be a wait. Uh, the dog world has been incredibly busy. I have 12 litters that we're going to uh, have go home this year. All 12 are completely sold already. Uh, we also actually have probably two litters already sold for 2022. You you have to uh, plan ahead. I, I You know, your best thing you can do is make a good informed choice so that you're getting a good quality puppy and not just time dependent. That's how you're going to avoid tragedy. If you get someone that is not breeding for the right things, whether it be for traits you're looking for or especially health and genetic issues, uh, you will be heartbroken. And with a dog that perhaps doesn't perform the task that you want and even worse, has horrible health issues that you're going to sink a lot of money into and watch your dog suffer. So again, find someone that has a good kennel, good reputation, plan to put a, put a deposit down and wait and uh, you'll be more than happy. Once you get your dog, you're, you're looking at 15 years, hopefully, with your dog. So it's not too much to ask to, to wait for six months to a year to get a good one. All right. Marty is missing Pickett. Yeah, Marty. Pickett was, uh, he was quite the dog. We lost my dog Pickett uh, a week ago. Um, he was 13. He uh, had something called laryngeal paralysis, which is, uh, it affects their throat where they, when you swallow, it's the flap that closes. His just spasmed and closed, so he couldn't breathe. We tried to have it fixed. Even though he was 13, he was in great shape. We tried to have it fixed uh, with the surgery, and uh, he was gone uh, two days later. You know, it's 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 something where I don't know what's better, losing him quickly or losing him where you have time to spend with them. I've, ha I've obviously had to do both. Um, with Pickett, the one thing I know is that he would have had to been put down if we didn't try the surgery. He also, that was the first time he ever had any health issues. So I guess if I'm going to go, I want to go uh, where I'm full bore until the last day. And then uh, my number's called. So, but yeah, great dog. He's master hunter. He has a hunter retriever champion and he was a very good pointing dog. And also uh, probably the, either the most filmed or second most filmed dog on my show, Sporting Dog Adventures. This part of the podcast is brought to you proudly by Mech Outdoors. Any use of added supplements or raw meat? Dean, I do not do raw with my dogs. Uh, my wife does a bunch of supplements for joints. Uh, we do fish oil. We've got some supplements for the, the breeding dogs, for the male dogs, um, for their, uh, uh, for their uh, vitality, I guess would be the best way to put it. Um, but uh, there are a lot of good supplements that you can put in. I think we do about three supplements for our normal dogs. And then we've got Rommel, the star of Sporting Dog Adventures, is still with us. I call him, uh, his, say his rap name is Big Pharma. Uh, he's on so many supplements and pills uh, because, well, he's he's on the, the, the latter side of, uh, of things and probably only has a month or two left and we're keeping him comfortable. But there are lots of good supplements. You can look around. The best thing is talk to your vet. Uh, they will give you a uh, list of supplements. Don't necessarily buy the ones they have because they might be overpriced, but try to get the ones they think are important. What do you think of Sorrento? I believe it's Sorresto, Flea and Tech Collars, Marty. Uh, Mar they're, they're good collars. Um, they're, uh, the only reason I don't like them here is I have too many dogs. The dogs pull them off and then you lose them. And then you're, you're thinking, my goodness, where the heck are you? Uh, any chocolates in the works? Yes, Troy. 
eventually. We've got three chocolate litters yet to breed, Troy. I know you guys are waiting. I've got two or three girls that are due it here, hopefully in the next month or two. Um, I've got two yellow litters on the ground. I've got uh, two black litters uh, that are bred and due. So yeah, it's uh, <laughs> it's 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 not the not the best here. We've got one chocolate litter bred and due, but it was a female that had a very small litter last time. But we've got our three uh, girls that we're expecting uh, good sized litters from hopefully soon. Camp Polly, your hundred percent right in the puppy availability. We've got. A deposit of Isla female hasn't even been bred yet, so in the meantime, I'll be tuning into higher tuning in higher frequency. It's not just to look at my pretty face. Cam, you know it's a pretty face. Hope you're doing well, man. Hope I hope the uh, new job is going good. Miss you in the outdoors. Uh, you're gonna have to uh, get with me if your new job lets you have vacation time. You should get together and we should hunt together this this fall. Um, and a Vizsla. Cam, that's just a short, uh, short-coated lab. You should have came to see me, man. We could have, we could have like gave one a haircut and you could have called it a pointer. But, uh, again, as you guys are looking, the market is very sparse for dogs from good kennels. Um, unprecedented year. And, uh, that, that interest in that, uh, Availability is going to struggle even to 2022 because I already have two out of my probably 12 to 15 litters for next year sold. So it is just crazy. Get on a list, find someone you want to do business with, and then go from there. All right, folks, we are at 16 minutes. If I don't get any other questions or funny comments like Mr. Campoli, I am going to call this one for the night. Uh, again, if you haven't checked out, check out our podcast, Sporting Dog Adventures. We are the fastest growing dog podcast in the market. I have no way to judge that. I'm just saying it, but that's what everyone says. But it is growing. Uh, it's pretty uh, pretty cool. We're, we're we're hitting really good numbers. We actually our podcast has actually uh, been listened to by people in 40 different countries. I put up the um, uh, countries the other day from the analytics, and that's only the analytics that I have. I'm privy to through our platform. Our uh, our show is also on a bunch of different platforms where it's being held, so we don't get those numbers. But yeah, 40 different countries. I'd say right now um, we're going to be running about 500 listens per episode. Um, I would guess that probably by the summer we'll be up to 1,000 uh, with, the, with the, the growth rate that we're at. But if you like dogs and you like dog content, check out our podcast. We actually put these Dog Talk Lives on the Sporting Dog Adventures podcast. So you might even be listening to it on there. And if you're listening on the Sporting Dog Adventures podcast, check out our Facebook Lives on the Sporting Dog Adventures page on Facebook. There, cross-pollination. Look at that. Uh, again, we are all about dogs. It's uh, it's something I love to talk about. Uh, I miss having a show just from getting to create content. So doing Dog Talk Lives and doing the uh, podcast has helped fill that void for me so I can still connect with everybody. Uh, with that said, we're going to call it for the night. I hope you guys have a wonderful night. Get outside. Enjoy nature. Get outside with your dogs. Get some exercise. COVID is officially over. Well, at least for me, I'm, I'm declaring it officially over. It's time to get back to normal. It's time to uh, let the dogs know that we're not going to bother them 24 hours a day like we always complain they do to us. Have a great day, guys. God bless. Sporting dog adventures, run boy run Everything you need is here under the sun